Just whoa! Okay, Jerry Seinfeld, slow down. <laughs> I'm getting I'm, I'm Andrew to... the hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to laugh, just not this much. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Gideon. I'm Andrew. And this is the TV Pilot Podcast. Ooh, yeah, that was we good. synced up. Yeah. Um, I don't think we did that the last time. <laughs> oh, we for sure didn't. We're super inconsistent. Um, we're still, just like a TV show, we're trying to find trying to find the formula. You know, oh. trying, to, trying to... Every episode? Every, <laughs> oh, for a first season? Sometimes. That'll be a good excuse when we fuck up the intro every episode. Uh... Okay, so, for those of y'all who listened to our last episode, we watched Seinfeld. This episode will be about Seinfeld. The, the, the big daddy. The, the, the father of all sitcoms. I don't know about that. What would be? It's, I would call it the quintessential sitcom. The quintessential sitcom? The, yes. The Ur sitcom? Not Ur sitcom, but... That was I Love Lucy. You said that was I Love Lucy. Lucy. I did. Um, and I, I would say I Love Lucy is the father slash mother of... You would sitcom. say the Seinfeld is the, the sitcom, the essential sitcom. A sitcom yes. stripped of all other elements. I would, yeah, and I don't think I'd be the only one to say that. Like, it's cons- consistently ranked as one of the best sitcoms or TV shows of all time. Okay. Uh, you uh-huh. saw the pilot. I did. Have you seen any other Seinfeld episodes? I've seen uh, the one where they make a bet. I've seen... Oh, you've seen the contest? The contest, yeah. Was that before or after you watched the pilot? Uh, That was well before. I was forced to watch that episode (laughs) of Seinfeld. Uh, And then, I I think eventually, because I logged on to Netflix to watch the pilot episode for this podcast. uh, And I saw that I was uh, two minutes into it already. And I'd stopped. I'd stopped watching it. And I said, oh, well... I guess I tried to watch it at some point in the past, and then I restarted, and I immediately figured out why I stopped. Interesting. Would you like to know what it was? No, not yet. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It'll come up. Yeah, so, I mean, I Love Lucy as revolutionized sitcoms and television. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seinfeld, I would say, did a very similar, was kind of the second coming of a sitcom revolution. I can get into that later, but... Mm-hmm. It sort of modernized it. There weren't a lot of like sitcoms in this era before Seinfeld. No, well, that's just not true at all. Well, fuck me then. <laughs> but it, as much as I Love Lucy changed the way they did television and wrote television shows, Seinfeld did something very similar. Mm. Uh, people, okay, so to get it, let's start with the pilot. Let's discuss the pilot yeah. first. Not the pilot. Okay, so Larry David. Yeah. Co-creator and writer for Seinfeld. He had been in television for a while. He was a regular on SNL, wrote on SNL, acted on SNL, various other shows. Uh, Not a whole lot, but, you know, he'd been around. Jerry Seinfeld was an up-and-coming comedian, and he was basically commissioned to, I think by NBC, to write a... to just come up with something uh, for them to air. And originally, I think... Uh, I don't know exactly how it went down, but it's mi- mirrored in the show in that George, who is based on Larry David, kind of inserts himself in on Jerry's creative like endeavor. He and does, so, yeah. Uh, Larry David, I th- I don't know if this is how it went down or not, but he just kind of was like, hey, I'll help. And Jerry was like, oh, okay. Uh, and so <laughs> they 
originally came up with a 90-minute special that was just about how comedians get their material. And they, uh, after thinking about it and talking it through, they decided that that was too long. It just wouldn't keep audience engagement for that 90 minutes for that topic. And so they cut it down to a 20, a 30-minute sitcom pilot. And so that's what they did. They wrote a pilot. So they submitted it, I guess, the idea. And executives weren't sure whether to film the pilot or not. And eventually one of them said, quote, Oh, what the hell? Let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, Classic. <laughs> Nine seasons later, good for them. Uh, <laughs> and so they filmed its pilot, sent it to test audiences who did not like it. Yeah. They didn't like Jerry's character. Yeah. They didn't like... They said it was too New York and too Jewish. Whoa. <laughs> yes. Whoa. Yes. What test audiences were they saying? It was 1989. Well, I don't know, Oh, man. my God. It was just a normal <laughs> thing. And they didn't like that nothing happened, which is... Anyways, okay. <laughs> they, after filming the pilot, Larry David said goodbye to Jerry Seinfeld because he thought he didn't think it'd be picked up. And he... I mean, obviously, I don't know. That doesn't mean they have to not say be friends or anything but I think, I think Larry David has good instincts <laughs> and uh, Jason Alexander thought after filming there was no way the show would get picked up uh, but they when they aired it critics thought it was innovative innovative and original and really enjoyed it I don't know okay I don't know about really enjoyed it but they enjoyed the concept of the show and so it got the smallest sitcom order in TV history if you look up Seinfeld season one Five episodes. Uh, yeah, I noticed that when I was scrolling through. It's this season one's five episodes, season two's 12 episodes. Every season after that, it's like 23, 22, 25, yeah. whatever is, was usual for then. Uh, yeah, I remember when I first was like, I'm going to watch all of Seinfeld because uh, I grew up seeing you know the more popular episodes because uh, my parents were big fans. Uh, and Seinfeld was on all the time it, it, in that, it was the on late 90s, every early odds. Yeah. It was hard. Like, I've definitely seen bits and pieces of tons of episodes of Seinfeld. So I know all the characters. I know their personalities. I've just never sat down and watched an episode start to finish uh, that I haven't been forced it's, to do for something. I feel like, you know, you're talking about, we were saying earlier that it's rated as one of the best sitcoms of all time, whatever, whatever, and... You can maybe not enjoy it, but you have to you have to recognize if you were born in the mid nineties or before, you know Seinfeld and you know it was on all the time. Yeah. Uh it was popular for but decades. I don't understand why. <laughs> okay. Uh so they gave him four more episodes and they didn't film them until later and didn't the second episode, like the season, the rest of the season started premiering, started airing Almost a year after the pilot, because I guess it was just took so long to greenlight it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, well, I mean, they they made a lot of changes, didn't they? Between yes, that's true. That we'll first episode, that in a little bit. Uh, fun fact: Tony Shalhoub auditioned for Kramer. Really? Yeah. Here's another fun fact I found: uh, Kramer, Kramer's actor. What's his name? Michael Richards. Michael Richards. Uh, Michael Richards uh, auditioned for Monk. Oh really? Yeah, I did not know that would have hmm, hmm. that would have been weird. That would have been very strange. Mm-hmm. I think he would have done a good job, but it would change. He wouldn't have done as good a job. 
No. It's hard I to think, imagine anyone else's monk. Yeah, Tony Shalhoub just, he owns that character. Yeah, so that's the before. Not a whole lot to talk about because there wasn't much with a lot of those it was actors. A lot of, it was a lot of unknown creators. Like, not, not, uh, they didn't pick anyone famous. They didn't pick, yeah, like, you know, Animal no... Control had Joel McHale, who had a long sort mm-hmm. of history in the acting business. They'd done community, obviously. Um, and then I Love Lucy, Lucille Ball, and Desi Arnaz, they, they were both the immensely famous for a while. Yeah, yeah. before they even started I Love mm-hmm. Lucy. Um, so this one was sort of a lot of new actors, actresses. Michael Richards, uh, he'd been around for a bit. He was on an episode of Cheers. Uh, do you want to talk about anything you researched? So it's not just me talking for half. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shit, not really. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I I looked at um, what a lot of the actors did after Seinfeld. It just seemed to me like, you know, Jason Alexander's gone on to do a lot of, um, he had a lot of TV shows, TV movie roles, I think, after the end of Seinfeld. And he does a lot of voice acting work uh, as well. He does? Mm -hmm. Interesting. He is in the new Harley Quinn series on HBO. He is Cy Borgman. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, he does have a... I can see him getting the voice acting. He has, he has, he has a, a very, very distinct yeah. voice. Um, so that that did surprise me. Michael Richards. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> had a bit of a run-in with... Yeah, he had, a, uh, had some his, moments. His own racism and <laughs> kind of career is petered out. Obviously, Larry David's doing Curb Your Enthusiasm. Use that, use that cut. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Godfrey. Um, and he has still been pretty well, pretty well recognized in comedy. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt he does things here and there. He did a, he did a Super Bowl commercial recently uh, oh, yeah. where he was encouraging people to invest in cryptocurrency. Yeah. That, <laughs> so I don't know. That was a weird Super Bowl where a third of the commercials were cryptocurrency. <laughs> Then it just fucking ashed. <laughs> Everything blew up. He's <laughs> like, bet you idiots still want that Super Bowl commercial money. <laughs> um, and then some other B words I felt too. Julie Louis Dreyfus. Julie Louis Dreyfus is in Beep. Um, she's done a lot of work. She's uh, probably the most successful. I think. I think so. Out after of... like between before and after, I think Seinfeld. Maybe fame wise. Uh, I mean, obviously, like we, we said, Michael Richards kind of yeah. petered out. But her and I would say Jason Alexander are neck and neck in yeah. terms of who's more famous. I would say but, people would know Julia Louise Dreyfus, and they would know George from Seinfeld. That's fair, totally yeah. fair. Uh, she's actually known for quote unquote breaking the Seinfeld curse uh, because those three actors had trouble. They all tried to start their own shows afterwards. Yeah. Uh, I forget the names because they didn't do well none of them were long lived they were all cancelled fairly quickly mm-hmm. uh, They, which was kind of paradoxical in the fact that you think people would want to watch these actors that were so beloved in yeah. Seinfeld and that that's kind of all they needed to get watchers obviously you need good writing whatever uh, I don't know I didn't, haven't seen any of these shows but she had a show in 2006 eight years after Seinfeld ended The New Adventures of Old Christine that one of those actors had a show that kind of lasted. It only ran for, I think, four seasons, but it was fairly successful. And 
then she went on to do Veep, which is fairly critically acclaimed. I think she won, she's won multiple awards for that. Yeah, she's done voice acting. She was in Bugs Life towards the end of Seinfeld, if not right after Seinfeld. Yeah. She was Princess Ant. Princess Ant? I love that movie. I forgot her name. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember uh, the names of any of those. In fact, she was the reason they did those outcast, outtakes at the end of Bugs Life, those mm-hmm. fake outtakes, uh, was because she was known for having a very infectious laugh. Uh, and so it would... During Seinfeld, she if she, when she would break, it would cause other people to break, and there were some pretty funny outtakes. And it, she does have an infectious laugh. It's just no, yeah. it's fun watching those outtakes. Uh, there's a good chance Jerry Seinfeld will be the first comedian to be a billionaire because of Seinfeld residuals, <laughs> syndication rights, saying. and just you know he's he's such a name. You know, he, he's got his name on the most inexplicably popular show in the fucking world. <laughs> I think it's very explicable. I don't know. (laughs) Explain it, then. (laughs) Fucking explain it to me. So, Seinfeld, pilot did not do well, but it would power through, and its first two seasons uh, still weren't, like you said, it only got five episodes, then 12 episodes, and the ratings weren't, still weren't quite there. Um, What helped was it came on after Cheers, which was probably the number one show in America at this time in that (laughs) early 90s. Uh, Cheers was second to yeah. last place first season and then was the number one TV show and I think has the second most watched finale of all time mm-hmm. uh, if not first I, Cheers is a great show I think maybe the Nielsen box was picking up all the laughter from people who were still watching Cheers and they're like oh Seinfeld's happening now maybe they like it so it was season three of Seinfeld received uh-huh. eight Emmy nominations and but it still wasn't until the fifth season that its viewings and ratings skyrocketed. Go for it. Uh, the episode, the contest, changed, uh, created a whole new way to structure sitcom episodes. Normally, it was a plot, b plot, and maybe uh, some running gags throughout the episode. But this was kind of the first sitcom episode to have all four characters have their own. Mm little plots like a, and like a Wes Anderson film yeah where they each went off and had their own I can't think of the little word. adventure yeah their own adventures and experiences and then all just came back together at the yeah. end uh, and I didn't so, realize that was like groundbreaking is that no yeah see oh. <laughs> and most notably Arrested Development did that a lot with their characters oh they love that yeah everyone they love showing the same thing from like three different perspectives and Elaine was a trailblazer for women in television in the fact that she was just as offensive and brass as the other as the men in the show <laughs> yeah. uh, and she proved that you know women could you could focus on a woman's love life as well as her career in a TV show and that helps with like Liz Lemon in 30 Rock and uh, <clears throat> Sweet D in Elaine Julia Louise Dreyfus plays Liz Lemon in on a, an episode of Thirty Rock. <laughs> yes, where it's like a it's a live like a it's, sitcom. A, it's a it's a live showing of yeah. Thirty Rock. And so because Tina Fey couldn't be in two places at once, when they had flashbacks, the camera would pan over and it would be Julia Louise <laughs> Dreyfus. Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, they, Larry David's, like, one of his main rules was no hugging, no learning, which meant that no matter what happens, they did not change. Those characters stayed the amoral people that they that... <laughs> were from the beginning. 
and that paved the way for sitcoms to be about amoral characters like uh, Always Sunny, like yeah, Curb, Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah. which I mean, um, Arrested Development, <laughs> Arrested Development, plenty of examples Veep. of. Yeah. I, I haven't really watched Veep, but I mean, Veep is I don't know. I, there's certainly some bad people, but. Yeah, they don't. And then they especially don't Always Sunny. Yeah, I uh, had the fourth most watched TV finale of all time. It was so widespread watched. Words. Frank Sinatra had a heart attack during the airing of the finale, and the ambulance got to the hospital in record time because there was no one out on the road. People were inside watching Seinfeld. Uh, TV Land didn't air anything during the time slot. And it just had like a graphic with like post-it notes that said, we're TV, we're fans of TV. That's why we're watching the Seinfeld finale. We'll be back at this time or this I time. I feel like that was weird, weird uh, advertisement for TV land. Like, what are they, what are they trying to do there? I don't know, dude. Maybe they really couldn't think of it. There was a show at the time called Dharma and Greg. And the episode that came on the night before was about the couple trying to have public sex because they knew everyone would be inside watching Seinfeld, the Seinfeld finale. <laughs> <laughs> it was that I feel like the pilot is so far and away different from the show that you're describing. Today. Yes, yes. Um, it because it's bad. It's you were. I'm not. <laughs> I don't want to hold this worried. back anymore. Like in the last episode, you asked in our last. In our last episode, you asked, is it a pilot in the traditional sense? And I had no problem saying, like, yeah, it is. Like, yeah. It's very... The humor is similar. Like, the style is there. Because we've screwed but... up on this two times before with <laughs> I Love Lucy and and Animal Control. They Both were just being... shows. They were just shows that got made. They these didn't these were first pilots. episodes, not necessarily pilots. Yeah. This um, was a pilot. This was they legit put pilot. this out. They they they, they recorded it almost a year before they recorded the rest of the series, and it, they almost even didn't get a series. This episode of Seinfeld it, it feels so different from the rest of the series that I'm mad about it. <laughs> Let's talk about the pilot. That's why you're here, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not for the hour of general Seinfeldness that we yeah. talked about. <laughs> um, the pilot starts out with. Some bad stand-up from Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, is He's a comedian professionally, right? Yes. Like, he, before that, before Seinfeld, he was a comedian. Yes. He, After Seinfeld, he was rich. Um, <laughs> if you look up his filmography, he was, like, in two or three shows mm-hmm. as a character. And then he was also in a couple of other shows as himself because he was just a comedian. Yeah. He wasn't an actor. So the pilot is structured... Uh, to tell this story of Jerry uh, has a woman friend who's coming into town, someone he met in Michigan named Laura. She's coming into town, uh, and it's the story of, like, oh, well, are they going to get together? His friends don't think so. His friends, you know, and then more information kind of comes out. But there are interludes of stand-up comedy, Jerry Seinfeld stand-up comedy. So... Seinfeld is commonly referred to as the show about nothing. And that derived from when Jerry and George are creating the show Jerry. Uh, George sells it as saying, it's a show about nothing. You know, what did you do today? And the execs are like, I had breakfast and went to work. And he goes, that's the show. And they're not buying it because uh, it sounds boring when you put it that way. Uh, so from that point on, everyone called Seinfeld the show about nothing. It was famously the show about nothing. Larry David hates that term. <laughs> because it isn't a show about nothing. 
it was, as I said at the beginning of this, conceived as a show about how comedians get their material, which is from their day-to-day lives. And so you really get that in this pilot because the stand-up bits that shows Jerry, and this is in-universe Jerry Seinfeld doing his stand-up bits based on scenes that you've seen and he's making commentary humorous yeah. comedy commentary about and, it and there it humorous is yeah I was gonna say subjective subjective, <laughs> subjectively humorous um, so the first stand up comedy bit is about going out vote you know going out into out, in the, out on the town going to clubs going to watch a comedy show uh, and he's just saying you know going out yeah go, okay. it's bad it's not <laughs> that's, that's um, that meta since there's nothing in the pre episode before this to come have his stand up about his stand up is about the audience sitting there watching him yeah do stand up um so it cuts to Jerry and George talking at the diner uh about uh they're talking about a shirt uh, the main core of the episode they start talking about a woman coming into New York from Michigan. Jerry says he's looking forward to seeing her, but after being pressed a little bit by George, comes out that he may not be seeing her because she just said that she had to come into town, that she may meet up with him. Uh, and George takes this as all very bad news. Very, it's a bad sign because she had to come into town. She's just calling him to be polite, to uh, sort of let her know, which I'm, I'm agreeing with Jerry here. She did not have to let him know that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she um, didn't have to... The, there are no cell phones. She had to call on his landline from her landline and say, Hey, I am coming into the town where you live a mm-hmm. uh, hundred miles away. More. What? More. Anyways, I don't know. Okay. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so George... Wherever the hell Michigan is, it starts somewhere. It starts with a name conversation about George's shirt and then gets to the plot of the episode. And George starts saying to Jerry... You are misunderstood. She doesn't want to see you. You're yeah. a backup plan. And then they have some banter with the waitress. The waitress, was- Claire, who I... Upon seeing this episode, I was like, Claire is Elaine. Claire is supposed to be the fourth person in this friend group. Claire has one of the highest number of speaking lines in the pilot. Because she, you know, talks with... Claire was supposed to be a main cast member. But because she's a waitress... She was of a different social class than the it's, rest of yeah, the Yeah, partly that. They just said there's no real reason for her to be hanging out with these people in Jerry's apartment. It was... It they was, wanted someone who could hang out in Jerry's apartment for plot points and scenes. And yeah. so they created the length. They couldn't justify a waitress hanging out with a comedian. The vaunted Well, comedian. no, it's not just that. It's the... I mean, <laughs> it's more of the dynamic in the fact that she's the waitress. And it's hard, that limits you with their relationship somewhat. The waitress is a different identity than the friend. Yeah. The conversation moves. They continue having this conversation all the way to the laundromat. George is a come-with guy. Yeah. So he goes with them. Be a come-with guy. Yeah. Um, So he goes and helps his friend Jerry do laundry on a weekend. Um, He doesn't help. He just hangs out with them. That's helping. Okay. (laughs) I mean... They, George, Jerry continues the conversation. The that line of this episode is George needs to get a hobby. <laughs> he does a lot of stuff for Jerry that he just shouldn't. The I, There was a good joke when Jerry just continues the conversation from the diner. He says, you didn't even hear how she sounded. And George <laughs> is like, what? He's like, oh, I already forgot the girl's yeah. name. But he's, he's like, the girl, Laura. 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 He's like, Laura. He's like, we're still on this, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> so they continue having this conversation. See, you're laughing. 
I'm, I'm laughing about this conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then there's some bad stand-up about laundry. Um, then they move to Jerry's apartment. Jerry gets home late because he's a uh, comedian. He's been working. Uh, it's 1 a.m. He is about to sit down watch the Mets game. Someone calls. He tells them. Yeah, he answers <laughs> the phone and says... Immediately, if you've seen the Mets game, don't spoil it. I'm watch- I taped it. Right. Hello? <laughs> Which, that was funny. That was a good joke. The one. The one. And so Laura, it's Laura on the phone. No, it was a wrong number. The first phone Oh, you're right. The, the first, first phone, phone call, call was, was a wrong one. number. And um, Ke- Kessler walks in. Kramer. He's, he's Kessler in Kessler. the first episode because Larry David wasn't sure about naming the character after. So, I noticed that they didn't say his he name. He says Kessler... But it's so Kessler walks in, and as soon as Jerry hangs up with this wrong number, Kessler says, Mets blew it tonight. Yeah. And Jerry, Jerry like moans and goes, Kessler, I taped it, or something like that. He's and you can hear him, say, it's very it's hard to notice, but when you know what to listen for, you hear him say Kessler, yeah, which is interesting. But other than that, they don't mention his name, uh, Kessler. Kramer. I'm just gonna call him Kramer, <laughs> that's, that's who he is. He steals a bunch of food from Jerry. Looms meat, <laughs> looms ominously. You got any meat? <laughs> looms ominously over Jerry's couch while he's eating a sandwich, this roast beef sandwich, uh, until Jerry moves this stack of newspapers or something. People in the nineties were weird, man. Uh, moves some stack of newspapers to the coffee table and lets Kramer <laughs> sit down Kramer's on his couch with him so and enjoy his sandwich at one a.m. These neighbors have a really weird relationship. Um, so the phone rings. It's and this time it's Laura. Yeah, yes. this time it's Laura. Uh, Laura, absolute weirdo, who <laughs> calls a guy she met once in uh, three states away. Three states? Uh, New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio. Yeah, three states. Boom, got it. Uh, three states away uh, because she is going to be in town. She needs to be picked up from the airport. And but, she doesn't have a hotel room. And she doesn't have a hotel room. She wants to stay with this guy whom she met for one night. Absolute crazy. Uh, just psychopath. <laughs> so Jerry says, yeah, go for it. Uh, and then he's talking to George again. They're bringing yeah. in a cot for her to stay on. Yeah, it's like a, just a big quote Kramer, just... why give her the option? <laughs> like, yeah, <it's> like... <laughs> uh, and George is helping him carry this in. And George, the all-knowing George... Does a 180 and says, oh, yeah, she's interested in you. Well, because of course she is. Because that's what you're thinking. This woman, if she wasn't interested in him, it would be insane to do this, to call a guy out of the blue. It's inexplicable. Like, yeah, there, there are thousands of hotels in New York. And that's true. There are thousands of cabs, too. Why do you got to get your friend George to pick her up from the airport? And then there's some bad stand-up about Jerry Seinfeld not understanding and then uh, George and Jerry uh, arrive at the airport to pick up a non-family member or a close friend. Just some random woman that Jerry met several months ago in Michigan. And gives her a ride from the airport. George is a, a ride-or-die friend. Like this George. whole time. So as they're waiting for her to leave the, the gate. The, to, gate, the, yeah, the, the plane, terminal. This was pre-9-11. pre-9/11 so they were there at the gate. So waiting for her to leave the the plane. They were basically disembarking. They were basically waiting like in they the, used to do that. You would could stand at the gate and watch the plane take so off. So strange. Your family member, or whatever. Uh, it's strange now, I guess. Yeah. But 
Yeah. Anyways, uh, they're discussing. Okay, well, how do I? How? When will I know if she's interested or not? And mm-hmm. you know, there's banter about that. And so the whole rest of the episode, you're just kind of you're wondering along with Jerry, like, is she interested or not? Yeah. And it's you know humorous watching Jerry try and figure this out as well, asking some questions, and he agrees to go on like a four hour boat ride around New York with her because that's what she wants to do, and. <laughs> Then his phone rings. This is basically the end of the episode. And it's for her. He gives it to Laura. And Laura kind of has a discussion slash argument with this person. Like, oh, I'm fine. Oh, calm down. Whatever, whatever. I'm not going to do this right now. Okay, bye. She says says to Jerry, no, don't ever get engaged. (laughs) (laughs) She's been engaged this whole time. And Jerry (laughs) just deflates. You're engaged? She says, oh, you know, this guy, blah, blah, blah. He's like, you're engaged? And blah, blah, blah. Oh, you're engaged. And she says, oh, man, I'm excited for that boat ride tomorrow. And he goes, oh, single tear. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, and then it ends with more stand-up about Jerry. Jerry Seinfeld not understanding women. Yeah. That's, uh, okay. <laughs> it doesn't know what cotton balls are for. Do you? They're cleaning up makeup. They're absorbent. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um... It's, uh, it's, it's a rough. bad. It's rough. It's, it's rough. real rough. I mean, as a, a fan, a big fan of the show, I will admit, it's any, any fan of the show will tell you it's rough. But at its core is Seinfeld. As dumb as that sounds, <laughs> at its very essence, <laughs> it is Seinfeld. Like you watch the show and you you're not surprised by this first episode. No, uh, having if you're familiar with the show and then you watch the pilot, it, there's nothing really surprising except there's no Lane, different new uh, nuances that are yeah. Like, his, his apartment changes a little bit. The diner is a completely different diner than what's the rest of the show. But the humor is very Seinfeld-esque. Or Lever, as in the show, not Jerry. But also Jerry. I think his stand-up gets better later in the series. God, and I they hope eventually so. drop it altogether Good. in the later, the last couple of seasons. I'm not, like, I'm sure maybe it was funny in the 90s. Maybe, like, all these topical observational humor about uh, laundry and cotton balls are maybe this is groundbreaking stuff this is cutting edge and I'm just jaded 30 years later yeah that was his thing what's the deal with this and I don't even know how often he actually says that but that's the meme it, it is like it's it comes up a lot and I think people making fun of it to me is funnier than the jokes 100% <laughs> I, well, it feels mean but that, I mean and part of that stand up is in certain episodes, it furthers the plot. There's an episode where it cuts to him doing the stand-up, and one of the characters heckles him, and yeah. that furthers the plot because he's like, "What was she heckling me for? Like, you know, you know, she was whatever, whatever." Or like, there's an episode with an alcoholic where he starts heckling. And I like, I think that's good that they add in elements of the stand-up being so like that part of story. Like that stand-up isn't actor comedian Jerry Seinfeld putting these slices in the episode, that stand-up is character Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld, Seinfeld having content about his everyday life. like things, And so a lot of the times that content is topical within the episode. So if it's not... It's stand-up comedy written for... I, a, I don't know where this question is going, no, but I'm, I'm going to say right now, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's stand-up comedy written for a sitcom. Does it have to be... Does that make it less funny because of the context that it's in am i like if because stand-up comedy usually you're seeing it as a part of a whole act it's Mm -hmm. a whole 15 minutes 10 minutes however long 
that the comedians put together and is in in one way or another like curating it for yeah. whatever audience they're presenting it mm-hmm. to. But this is it's meant to be put in between sitcom shows. It's meant to act as interludes in a sitcom. Does that make it worse than if it were just pieces of snippets of comedy that people would like? You know, they take comedy shows and they cut them up and they put little mm-hmm. snippets on YouTube for advertisement. I think, I don't know how you define whether it's better or worse. I think as part of the episode, in that idea of Seinfeld, the original idea of how comedians get their material, uh-huh. it kind of emphasizes that. It shows you, oh, we were at the laundromat and I got this idea about talking about laundry. And so I and it probably you know varies from episode to episode on whether you think it's funnier or not, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't I, know how to answer your question. Yeah, it's hard. I don't, I've never seen a Jerry Seinfeld comedy special. Um, I don't think I've seen a and I don't, I, like I don't want to see one off the back of the, the comedy interludes in Seinfeld. He has good jokes in some of those episodes. Like, he has good I'm sure. I'm sure they, like, they can't, they couldn't have made nine seasons off of the quality of... <laughs> comedy that i saw in the pilot there's some where he bombs like it's only a handful but like but that he's supposed to bomb the point is to bomb so they wrote it bad they did it bad on purpose there uh so it's not like they filmed him doing a real Mm stand-up set and And yeah those were extras in every every, i want to say every scene of him yeah those are extras were getting paid to laugh yeah the people (laughs) in the audience they were laughing but they were like they had to laugh it's sag Mm -hmm. they're unionized they had to laugh Uh, but also, like I said, I mean, there are episodes, there's plenty where what he's saying, like, gets a good chuckle. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, don't, I, I would say for this episode, skip the first season. No, 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 well, okay. There are good, like, uh, man, I don't want to, there's so much good content in Seinfeld that as, as a fan, as a fan, that like the second episode (laughs) Is when they introduce the idea of art vandalay. No, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> and like so, like there are <laughs> this things. This is the TV pilot podcast. <laughs> so okay, so I mean, they do a good job of introducing George, Jerry, and Kramer's characters. They uh, do. They do. They those characters don't really change. Uh, you get into a little more about George being a horrible little man <laughs> to put it <laughs> um, who tries to poison they, his boss at some point uh, they set up the characters they set up their relationships uh, and they set up essentially the setting which is New York yeah the, where... the, the, those three do evolve a little bit over the next I want to say one and a half seasons because season one's so short but over the next one, the first know, couple yeah. Of seasons, yeah. The, the next, but series of they do stay. It's not like Parks and Rec where uh, Leslie Nope changes a whole lot between season one and two, where yeah. she she goes from an airhead ditzy idiot to a empowered gov- woman trying to make it in the government and actually is uh, effective and effective uh, and good organized. at her job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they at their core they stay those. Goofy characters. That's uh, good. I'd, I'd be willing to watch more Seinfeld just based off of what I know. Yeah. And had the passion and zeal that its fans seem to 
defend the show with. They, if you, I, there's no reason to not skip the first two seasons. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Feel free to. They're worth going back and watching, uh, especially just to see how different that first episode is from the rest. You probably watch it after you have watched and liked the first, like the third through seventh season. Uh, like I said, I mean, season two has some iconic episodes. The Chinese restaurant, I think, is in season two, right. which is a bottle episode. It takes place just in the lobby of a Chinese restaurant of them waiting for a table. And it's not as highly regarded as a lot of later episodes, right. but it is probably the first iconic episode of Seinfeld, I think. I'll say you've convinced me. Like, the, you know, all, all the episodes you've talked about, all the, like scenes and things I've seen elsewhere and are they're referenced in other pieces of media. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely willing to continue watching Seinfeld, but I wouldn't if I just if, saw the first If you episode. were if I just I, if like, you were sitting on your TV at your TV set in nineteen eighty nine and watched that pilot. I'd turn it off after two minutes. Demonstrably <laughs> that's what I did with Netflix. I turned it off after two minutes and I didn't come back to it until I'd forgotten I'd done it. I don't even know if they're talking about Laura two minutes into the episode. No. <laughs> they're, we definitely, about... they're definitely still talking about the shirt. <laughs> uh, all in all, Seinfeld, good series. Uh, I don't know like what prescient executive at NBC decided to pick it off <laughs> off the back of he this pilot. Had like a That's So Raven foolish. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to make this comedian a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it had to have been something like that. It's the only explanation, frankly. But uh, are we rating these? Do we rate? Them? Oh, oh gosh. Okay. Do you remember for Animal Patrol? I said that pilot was better than the Seinfeld pilot. I said yeah. maybe I was like about as bad, if not. Bad. I don't remember exactly, but I do remember. That. I was like, there's no way <laughs> you were skeptical. Seinfeld's I'm such sure a popular show. Yeah, it's a it's a rough. I was a fool. Especially, like, and you can't even say at the time, oh, it's good for the time, because Cheers was in its prime in 1989. Yeah. They were, like, season seven. Uh, that was, maybe maybe they were starting to get the decline, but... Uh, they had anyways. no excuse. But, I mean, you watch any episode of Cheers yeah. from around then. Larry David must have hustled to sell it. There were episodes of, I mean, like, yeah, like, I Love Lucy, that pilot was far and away better than yeah. this, this Piece of crap that <laughs> Jerry and Larry. So all across the board, four <laughs> thumbs down. Uh, I mean, having seen all of Seinfeld, knowing these characters, the pilot is more enjoyable than I imagine just coming into it cold. Yeah, because uh, you you know George and you watch it and you're just like classic George. <laughs> Stop talking about signals, Jerry, and you know he's like. When he says, oh, she's into you, man. Jerry's like, well, what were you talking about the other day? He says, I think it was the caffeine. You know, that's <laughs> maybe not as funny if you don't know what's, who these people are. But if you know George, you're like, that's that's hilarious. Good for you, George. Someone she's needs like to, is doing a good job. Someone needs to put together one of those new, like, watch order instructions for Seinfeld. Yeah, Seinfeld, Seinfeld like how, season, how to watch. Season three through seven. <laughs> season one and two. Flash, the flashbacks, <laughs> yeah, the, the prequels, the prequels. You gotta watch Seinfeld like you're watching Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Season four, five, six. Then you go back and watch one, two, three. Then you watch seven, eight, nine. That works. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know because there are callbacks. 
Seinfeld's very episodic, but there are characters. So maybe it'd be weird if you started in season four, but I don't know. I have a new mission in life. <laughs> Thank you for that. That's the next podcast. That's the next podcast. Okay. As someone who has watched every episode of Seinfeld, enjoys the series, is a fan. I would say I'm a fan. I quote it fairly often. I grew up quoting it. Like that, I, I tell people that... It's true. He quotes it a lot. I tell people that growing up, like with my family, like 20% of what we say is a Seinfeld quote. Uh, <laughs> that's maybe hyperbole, but I mean, uh, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who totally understand. Like, uh, I had a friend who was telling me, she's like, yeah, my parents have that painting of Kramer in their bathroom. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> she's like, okay. <laughs> well, that's hilarious. Anyways, I would rate it a, I don't know, four out of 10. All right. It's like bad, but I mean, there are parts, like I said, that I make me laugh that I enjoy. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of that is because I've seen and I'm used to the show. I'll go, I go two. Two, two out of ten. <laughs> two, two out of ten. Coming in Cole, having seen a couple episodes, yeah. which... Like, they, I am not endeared to the characters at all. Yeah. Uh, they like, were not a part of my childhood in any the way. The average person who hasn't seen Seinfeld is probably your situation where they have seen a couple yeah. episodes. I would say skip it. <laughs> it's like if someone's telling you you gotta watch Seinfeld, skip the first season. They just well, you can't say that. You've only seen. Or how many episodes did you watch? One. Oh, you've only <laughs> one, and then I don't know whatever the contest and Festivus is. But those were way before. Because yeah, like, they were, they were. I love Lucy. Years we ago. watched we, years the, we watched the pilot, then watched a handful of others. I have. Same. I didn't watch any other episodes of, of Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Okay. I didn't either, but that's because I've seen plenty. Yeah. I so look out for next episode. It's gonna be. Uh, are we announcing it? Yeah, we're so gonna, we're gonna steer we're gonna away, deviate from sitcoms. Yeah, and we are sticking to a pilot. I, it, this is a pilot. This is I a pilot. Did some research. Yeah. Uh, we're doing another iconic '90s TV show, saturated '90s culture. Yeah, about pretty much as much as Seinfeld, I think. Uh, with the same sort of like, but in a very different way. Yeah. It uh, is. It is. The X-Files. The X-Files. I was in, uh, doing truth some research. Yeah, truth is out there, apparently. So, uh, uh, look for that in two weeks. Uh, we will uh, be releasing that episode. Yes. Okay, guys. Uh, yeah, see y'all next time. Bye. I'm Gideon. I'm Andrew. And we'll see y'all around. I don't know. That was bad. I'm keeping it though. get a 30 minute episode I out of this. was telling myself on the drive down here you gotta keep it succinct don't go too off and I feel like I could have been a lot worse <laughs> <laughs>